I'm Gregory Day. You're listening to the weekly Portland podcast at pdxpodcast.com. Today's special guest is Matthew Sweet. You can catch Matthew at the Wonder Ballroom October 16th. He's supporting his new album, Tomorrow's Daughter, which was recorded in the same sessions as last year's release, Tomorrow Forever. Today, Matthew shares a fun story of how he came to make music with Fred Armisen and what we can expect in his forthcoming show with The Dream Syndicate. Well, this is exciting. You're coming to Portland, the Wonder Ballroom, on October 16th. That's right. Right. We're very excited. And Not uh, too far away now. No. And I think I, I heard in an interview that uh, Peter Buck caught up with you. Was it pretty recently on a show that was in Portland? Is that right? That, that's correct. Yeah, a show of mine. I saw a Peter and a bunch of people... Um, uh, who were hanging out that night, so it was really cool. And it's amazing we're back in Portland, but also that it's with the Dream Syndicate, who are great friends of ours, and we actually share uh, for these uh, co-bills, we're going to share our lead guitar player, Jason Victor. Oh, right. So okay. it's, uh, we, we even have this kind of you know incestuous thing going on between the groups. <laughs> Well, that's great. I really enjoyed your new release, uh, Tomorrow's Daughter. I'm curious who the girl with Cat is that you're singing about. Is that your wife, Lisa? I guess it's my wife. I mean, but I, I think it could be any any girl with a cat, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I will say my wife has this ability, and it's funny because I've, I've been staying up super late and sleeping really late, and my wife works, and so she actually sleeps a normal eight-hour night or whatever, but she has this capability. If she didn't have to go to work and has days off, right, where she can sleep an incredible amount. So I was kind of, it was kind of a joke to me saying she sleeps for eighteen hours a day, which is a cat fact. I think they sleep something like eighteen hours out of twenty-four, and uh, so it was kind of making this joke slyly that. Um, Lisa can sleep so long. <laughs> you've mentioned before that you're kind of a cat guy. You, you've uh, made some pottery with cats, too. That's right. And uh, more recently, uh, I made molds from uh, the pottery cat, a pottery cat, and we make bronzes at a foundry here in Omaha uh, that we also sell at uh, our merch table. And I know we'll have some, they're really hard for us to keep in stock and then we have to have more made and it's kind of an arduous process for uh, the foundry that makes them for me. Um, but at any rate, I have bronze cats as well is what I'm trying to say, <laughs> as well as real cats. Yeah, those are at the merch table. They're pretty crazy. They're, you know, solid bronze, although they're sort of hollow inside, it's what they call solid bronze and they're really heavy.
cats have been very much on our mind the last even 12 hours or so. Uh, we have friends in Japan who are doing some sort of cat site, and so my wife and I were last night collecting all sorts of photos of cats and cats and me and drawings or paintings of cats that I've done. <laughs> so uh, cats are really in the air that you ask that question. It's such a catchy tune. It's a chorus that just... It just sticks with you. It's a very, well, I would say it's sticky. It's a very sticky chorus. Oh, I'm glad you feel that way. That's nice. Yes, and great subject matter. And, and that leads right into Now is the Future, another great pop song. It touches on a subject that you've, you've touched on a lot before, time travel, which makes me sort of wonder um, if, you, <laughs> if you're a Doctor Who fan. I do like Doctor Who. That's funny. I know... Uh... Don't they have the first uh, lady? That's right. Doctor, is, is that out yet, or is it coming up? I know it's coming. I, I don't know if it's out I yet. Do, but... I do like it, and uh, I've always thought about time a lot. And in now is the future. It's kind of like you know, just a little while ago, what's now was the future, and it's sort of this leapfroggy way of thinking about time in in this particular song, but. I have m made many songs that are even more overtly time traveling. Yes, on, you have. Yes. On uh, the last uh, record, uh, uh, Tomorrow Forever, there's some stuff like that, too. Right, right. Um, I don't know. Time is just really interesting to me. And then if you get into, I'm a little bit into sort of astrophysics and, you know, not super technically, but it's something I kind of follow. And there's, you know, a lot of interesting <laughs> theories about time and what it means if we could travel a really long distance, um, what it means for when it would be, you know. I'm curious, yeah, have just, you explored that uh, physics? I haven't really, you know, other than um, reading Stephen Hawking's book and, you know, most of the stuff I've done is online. There's a thing, I'm kind of remembering, uh, forgetting the name of the my link for it I have, you know, in my computer and you can audit classes from like Stanford and MIT a bunch of, bunch of or MIT yeah, a bunch of scientists got together and they you know offer classes and you can just sort of audit them and that's where, where I've done most of my physics work is watching those classes and sort of answering the questions afterwards I can't promise I retain any of it really but it's very interesting mental exercises to follow um, courses in physics, you know. Right, right. I know you've touched on that before. Wanted to ask you about it. Um, it's kind of a, a jump here. I want to talk about your modern art LP. Uh, Fred Armisen played drums on that. Fred and I met, um, uh, Susanna Hoffs and I were big fans of Mad Men when it um, first started out and really all the way through it. And uh, we early on, Sue somehow knew Matt Weiner, the guy who created it and I sort of met him at a party at her house and so he invited us to go check out the set so we went to the set of Mad Men and on this particular day um, we were somebody was taking us to look at one of the houses they weren't filming in that day right some you know uh, someone had been assigned to take us over we'd already watched filming with principals and stuff and there was sort of, they were sort of on lunch and as we were being taken over to this house, we, I 
saw Fred Armisen, and he was alone, and I just went, it's Fred Armisen. And, <laughs> and he kind of heard me, and then Sue was like, Fred Armisen? And so we ended up sort of chatting with him and uh, becoming friendly, and he came over to my house a couple times, and um, Susanna and I would, uh, when he did sort of uh, stand-up at uh, this place called Largo in Los Angeles, we would sometimes go and play a couple songs mm -hmm. during it. And so I just kind of know him. And, and uh, on his show more recently, um, Documentary Now, right. they did an episode... They did an episode where they use, um, I think it's supposed to be sort of a Talking Heads type band. I can't remember the name of the episode off the top of my head, but right, right. in it they use my very first single from Columbia in 1986, I guess, um, oh, off right. my first album called Save Time for Me, and they yes. actually use it as the song that like the girl from the band goes and has a hit with their own songs, <laughs> and he he asked me if I had something for it, and and they thought it was really perfect because it was '80s in the right way. So I do. I have a song that Fred uh, worked on in uh, a documentary now episode. You know, it, it's so weird to see that music video now from 1986, and, and lots of synths, and you've kind of got an '80s vibe going on. It's it's got some black and white grainy footage, and and, uh, and you just all kind of 80s up. I guess. I mean, you know, I I uh, was so young. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, when I was doing that stuff, uh, it was just so new for me. Living in in New York was so amazing, and uh, but. You know, I was just kind of learning who I was. I mean, right. I, instead of instead of really thinking myself of myself as a solo artist, it was really Columbia who said, "We think you should be a solo artist and use your real name." And that was like really freaky for me to sort of comprehend. And I wasn't going to like say no, you know, as being offered a record deal. Yeah. Um, right. But it was just sort of those first couple records were sort of my shift into who was I, you know? Right. And I think Girl Girlfriend just sort of brought together um, where I was going with songwriting and stuff together with a more organic vibe. It had real drums. Although some of the first record does as well, probably a lot of it isn't programmed. But the second record's all, we programmed the drums. And then uh, for Girlfriend, we went real drums, and that was a huge, made a huge difference. Right. I do want to cover under the covers just really quickly. I know I don't have you for too much longer, but uh, okay. some standouts for me, the Go-Go's. Um, our lips are sealed. It sounded just like a Bangle song, <laughs> which oh, is oh, that's great! I know, amazing. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I know. Like, I kind of, I kind of wanted to cover the Bangles, but um, uh, instead, uh, we decided we'll do this Go Go song together, and it was, I think, really fun for Sue. Yeah. Uh, to you know, she's friends with Belinda, and we both are friends with. Uh, trying to think of everybody's names Jane and uh, oh, I'm spacing her name anyway we're friends with all of them
your vocals together on You're So Vain really shine together. Just a great duet, especially on, on the chorus. Yeah, you know, it's like we would come along and just try songs. It's funny because You're So Vain, uh, my father who's passed away now, had this obsession about You're So Vain, like at that time. Mm -hmm. And I remember my parents listening to that Carly Simon album just all the time. So it was, you know, very much in my mind and perfect for Susanna. So um, that's great if you like the way it uh, turned out. of other great merch that we have right now. We made rolling trays that are really cool with the Harlequin from Tomorrow Forever and uh, you know some interesting things like that and, and then of course we have vinyl and CDs and everything too. That's great. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much Matthew. Really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Alright. See you in Portland. Okay, take care. All right, cheers. Today's show was produced and edited by Gregory Day. That's me. If you'd like to contact me directly, you can reach me at greg at pdxpodcast.com. We'll be back Monday. See you then.